Thank you very much indeed for downloading the podcast. It is most kind of you. Uh, Matt Dyson's with me. Howdy, partner. There we go. Um, as you're going to discover on the podcast, we've been looking for a catchphrase for Matt uh, with the listener's help. That's because every now and again he'll do something just like that. <laughs> just so throw it clearly needed some guidance. Howdy, partner. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. Um, at the time of record, um, Arsene Wenger has said that he's going to be leaving Arsenal Football Club at the end of the season, which has come as a massive hammer blow uh, to us here because producer Amanda, um, <laughs> it's the only manager's name she took the time to learn and even then she always referred to him as Arsene Wenger Arsene Wenger I think you'll find I'm right like the sort of of thing your old nan or grandpa would say oh I I do like that Wenger I like that Wenger that Wenger fella how long was he in the job 22 years 22 years years. she's still never got around to pronouncing his name correctly Um, I was thinking though producer Adem who's an Arsenal fan Arsene Wenger's been in charge since he was 6 years of age oh wow when you look at it like that, it's crazy, it's isn't amazing, it? Isn't it? Um, Wenger is the only life some people know. Yeah. Wenger, yeah. it's the only life I know. <laughs> Wenger. Um, I saw a mullet today. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. Um, it was bold as brass. Non-ironic. Uh, non-ironic. No, it wasn't. I wasn't over in like Hoxton or yeah, yeah, Shoreditch yeah. area. This was bold as brass on Regent Street. It sat atop the head of a, I'm guessing, 55-year-old woman. And without drawing any racial stereotypes, wow. I think she may have been German. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, and it, she was proud of it and it was not only a mullet yeah. but it was also it also had highlights blonde highlights and it was permed wow the holy trinity so of hairdressers spent there. a lot of money on the hair she's put a lot of time in down at the hairdressers yeah. and that's what she's ended up with i'm not like i'm not mad and i'm certainly not having a go who am i to judge people's appearance i was just shocked by the mullet yeah it was suddenly there in front of me i was like oh maybe it's coming back 90s 90s fashion is all the rage and maybe now the the mullet's coming back okay now it sounds like a grandparent <laughs> 90s fashion is all the rage i've seen them out there in their reebok shell suits like i used to have when i was a kid <laughs> <laughs> um did you ever let's let's keep this on the theme show did you ever have curtains as a, as a i did have man? curtains yeah yeah was yeah. that your haircut of choice I, no i had curtains for about a year i'd say yeah well i didn't really know what to do with my hair i went from spiky uh, because yeah. uh, my mate alistair brown had spiky hair in primary school alistair brown yeah yeah with spiky hair yeah Legend. yeah yeah so I, I copied his haircut for a while right. and then we went to different secondary schools and i was just uh, lost hair wise for a while and then i just went for the curtains yeah just down the front not oh, really short not like, really long yeah quite short, short above curtains. the eyebrow at one oh. point i think i had i had short curtains oh. above the eyebrow and a wedge you know, like a step a step cut in the back oh, oh horrendous danker show yeah. That's really yeah, bad. Yeah, so I can laugh at that woman with the with the mullet. Yeah, I had curtains, but they were like they came down to here. Oh, long ones. And yeah, they nice. they were set off with uh, may I say a nice little touch here from fourteen year old me a gold hoop earring. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah, hell? that's why I'm not judging other people's haircuts because wow. I had a gold hoop a earring. Gold hoop earring. Yeah, all the youngsters are wearing them now. It's all the rage. And below ear curtains. Well, no, they, no, they came down at an angle, so they were shorter at the back, and oh, then they wow. came down what like this. Style curtains. Yeah, I was. I think I was trying to channel Brian Harvey from East oh, Seventeen. Was, was it? Wow. Which is a strange thing to want to channel, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't remember his hair ever looking like that. I must admit. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, coming up on the podcast, we do have 
um, catchphrase idol. Do you want to? Do you want to give everyone an example of what's coming up? Uh, well, we've had quite a few across the week, as you'll hear on this podcast. Suck it up! I know I am, but what are you? Where's <laughs> my trousers? But it doesn't beat camping. By the way, just that's not just one s- catchphrase. That's <laughs> <laughs> a load of them clumped together. Maybe that's the answer. Just do them. Do loads. One minute burst of catchphrases. <laughs> um, we have a tradesperson to the stars involving. Well, you'll find out. Plus, the full interview I did with none other than Benedict Cumberbatch and Spider-Man himself, Mr. Tom Holland. Thank you once again for downloading. Enjoy. Dave Barry in all shapes and forms on Absolute Radio. Um, I just asked Matt Dyson if he did anything legendary this weekend. He went, nope. So uh, we're going to move on. (laughs) (laughs) I really did not have a legendary weekend. You didn't have a legendary weekend? No, no. Just uh, the normal. The The norm. Hey, it happens. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you feel that you excelled in the legends department this weekend, then get in touch at 8, 12, 15 or tweet us at Absolute Radio. We think you deserve some celebration. Producer Amanda here was in an off-licence in a shop. Uh, the person in front of her um, slammed some random money on the on the side, like a tenner, a fiver, and just some loose coins, and said, I haven't got enough, mate. Grabbed his blue carrier bag and ran out the door. To which point, upstep producer Amanda, and it was 4p short. Uh... And Amanda reached into her pocket, she slammed some change down on the counter for that hard-working shop owner. 3p it was, it was 1p short. <laughs> <laughs> Still, yeah. <laughs> Still a nice... Every little helps, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> nice of you to try there. Um, at the weekend at the British Oak Pub, uh, where there is a dartboard, which I love the fact there's a dartboard nice, there. Yeah. Um, the locals there um, hadn't been fully aware of the slow-mo feature available on the iPhone. Oh. So um, I got a little bit involved and thought I was Sky Sports. And while they were playing darts, I was filming them on the slow-mo and then playing it back to them so you could see like their expressions. Oh, yeah. You could hear like the kind of... Still, still pretty impressive. Oh, the the slow mo, isn't it? The oh, it's fantastic. Camera. I'm never going to tire of that. And as you say, I've got like quite an old iPhone, but yeah. they were so impressed. It's rare that people are impressed by the technology of your phones. <laughs> it must be quite, quite a moment. That old thing. I mean, even recently, I said that uh, someone tried to steal my phone from me on a bicycle. They took it out of my hand, looked at it, and then just threw it down yes. on the pavement again. <laughs> and that is a true story. Have it back. Fighting fit. It's Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show. Absolute Radio. Welcome, one and all, to Choo Choo Shy Shy. Yes, Choo Choo Shy Shy by, of course, Catch a Choo Choo. Yes. Um, Now, last week, whilst on the tube here into the studios, I was left shocked. Um, I'm still slightly rattled by a stranger striking up a conversation with me. Mm. Um, I was just sat there on my phone, as I said last week on the show, and she said to me, it's awfully quiet on this carriage, isn't it? Is it normally this quiet? And I said, oh, I think it's busier further up there, but at the time of the day and the last carriage, which is obviously a a strategy that I use, you get on the last carriage, you know, it's quieter. Mm. And then she said, "Um, there's a real lack of security cameras on this carriage. So she pointed out there was no one around and there was a lack of security cameras. So, of course, Mm. I thought I was going to be murdered. Yeah, Um, yeah, But it turns out she got off at Baker Street and everything was Mm. fine. And then this led to Lee saying, well, this is a very important point, Dave and Matt, because people don't speak to each other on public transport. No. It just doesn't really happen too much. Sure, people are polite to one another every now and yeah, again. Yeah. We might help with the odd buggy or suitcase or yeah. give your seat up for somebody. That happens. But people don't often speak to one another. No. So that's what we've been encouraging you to do. And we want to know if you were brave enough to do it. 8, 12, 15 on the text or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Did you 
choo-choo, shy, shy, and did you man or woman up and say, hey, how's your day going? Yeah. What's going on? Now, of course, Matt and I, in preparation for this, were both supposed to do just that. Yeah. Matt, how did it go? Uh, well, I mean, I uh, I did think about I couldn't sense an excuse coming <laughs> I, no, 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 I, I, I sat on the tube and I was about I was about to do it, and then I looked around me and every all around me were just people sat with headphones in, yeah, looking at their phones. Typical right? choo choo shy yeah. shy. So, I mean, I'll strike up a conversation with someone, but if they've got headphones in, I'm not going to go, can you take your headphones out just so I can talk to you about the weather or something? It's got to be, you know, there's got to be something sparking it. So I failed on day one. What on would have been, is that, would that have been your strategy? Would you have gone for the weather? Would that have been... I think it's an easy one, you know, to start off with. So uh, apart from, aside from how populated the carriages and the lack of security yeah, cameras, currently be, monitoring that's your, a really weird one, your whereabouts. Yeah. So I think entry-level tube chat or train chat is weather-based. Yeah. If the person was reading something, you could see the cover of the title of the book. Would that be is a that good? Nosy. I don't know. I don't want to pry. You don't you want know. to pry what you're reading. I just want to have a bit of banter. Would you say what you're listening to? What are you listening to? I just want to have a bit of banter. I'm just like doing a survey of people's listening habits. Uh, what are you listening to? Okay. So I might try that one. I like the banter idea. Just go. Excuse me, mate. Can you can you take your headphones out? <laughs> yeah, go, yeah. Go, just up for a bit of banter. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> it's wacky, it's fun, it's outrageous. Oh, hold on, I've picked up the Funhouse lyrics again. It's quite simply the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. You join us um, as a duo of uh, perplexed people. We have been perplexed due to our banks um, because not they're not asking for a password anymore. Uh, they're asking for the first, third yeah. and sixth letters. Oh, and they change it every time, don't they, to keep you on your toes. I can't, I can't figure it out, man. Yeah, everyone's there with their fingers going, spelling it out, trying to work it out. It's always incorrect. It's, it's like the Da Vinci Code, trying yeah. to figure out what your bank password is. on my landline, I've got to work out which letter is the number that they want and then work out which keypad one with the different letters on the phone keypad it is as well. It's, it's like, really quite complicated. No, I mean, there's a reason we're in radio, because we can't work for NASA. <laughs> yeah. You know, give us a break, will you? There should yeah. be a special... There should be... For p- people who work in the media, there should be a special uh, banking system where it's just more simplistic. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's your favourite colour? Yeah, there you go. Sort <laughs> of. Uh, now, uh, this week, much of the UK is going to get nice and toasty and warm. Yes. Um, we're looking forward to you getting a little bit of this where you are. Um, and today here, as we broadcast to you live from London, it has been rather warm. There are clearly two sets of people in this world. Those who didn't know this were coming, yeah. uh, this was coming, so therefore are still in all their winter clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, producer Claire from the breakfast show. I saw her leaving the building as I was arriving, and she made me feel itchy. She had like a full-length black, like crombie coat on. Really? Oh dear. I Not was afforded this. the luxury of going home and being able to change because of the working hours that we yeah, keep. Yeah, that's it. And then there's other people who are just literally just laying around on the grass in all their spring a lot summer of collection, going having for a shorts. Yeah, shorts already, aren't they? Which um, is a bit. Uh, it's thrown up a conundrum because apparently on Saturday it's going to be really warm yeah. and I am making my debut appearance on legendary television show Soccer AM. Oh, wow, nice. Well, that's right, and I'm very excited about going on and I'm really pleased that I was invited on um, by the boys there. Um, and I was, of course, going to bust out the Jennifer Lawrence cardigan, as oh, he's now known. Of course, known, yes, Which I only wear yeah. on very special occasions. Your big sort of woolen, um, oh, sort of old man's style. Is it? Is it pensioner chic? I don't know what it is. It reminds <laughs> it is. me of my granddad. 
that Burt's sort of cardigan, though, I remember, I remember you saying, but we could also just call it the Jennifer Lawrence cardigan, okay, which yeah, I'd be much happy with instead okay. of Granddad Burt's cardigan. Granddad Burt, Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. Well, I was going to bust out the Granddad Burt on Soccer AM, and yeah. now I can't because it's too warm. It's going to be too hot. I'm going to have to total rethink. Oh, no. I know, it's You're awful. not going to wear shorts, are you? Could I Maybe wear shorts? Maybe you could go in a full Charlton kit. <laughs> Socks pulled up and everything. Oh, I could do. What? And shall I wear a full Charlton Athletic kit on Soccer AM on Saturday? Yeah, please. Shall I? Yes. And the Grandad Burt cardigan. Oh! <laughs> oh, yes! You're onto something there, Matthew. Very nice. You're listening to the all-new and totally fantastic Dave Barry Show on Absolute Radio. And it's time now to welcome another one of our trades people to the stars. Please give it up for Billy. Good evening, Billy. How you doing, Dave? You all right, mate? Very good, my friend. Thanks for calling to the show. Good. It is a no pleasure worries, having bro. you no on worries. board. Uh, so, Cheers, Billy, you're currently on site, I believe. You are a trades person. Yeah, still grafting. Still Me, grafting. Luke, and Matty. Okay, yeah. the boys there. Do you want to give them a little shout out? Yeah, Lukey Northway and Matty Chapel all working graft until late tonight. Well, good evening to you, gentlemen, and we wish you Cheers, all sir. the best of luck for the rest of the night. But, <laughs> but now, let's talk celebrity, shall we, Billy? <laughs> yeah, um, let's, let's. So, we know you're working late into the night. Um, what is your trade? Uh, with floor layers, tilers. Tilers, floor layers. Floor layers, uh, carpet fitting, everything. Carpet yeah, fitting. Yeah. So, basically, if you... goes on the floor, we'll lay it. OK, if you're walking on it, <laughs> Billy's there. OK. <laughs> so... Bill, what we want to know at this stage is, which celebrity have you plied your trade for? The one and only, Terry McCann, Dennis Waterman. Oh, oh. mine is on the show, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. I know, mate, I know. So you oh, have God. you have fitted a carpet for Minder, yeah. for Dennis Waterman. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Um, I presume this was in his house, not in his office or anywhere like that. Nah, yeah, this was in his house. So, yeah. did you get to meet the man? And if so, uh, what, what went on? Have you got any little anecdotes from going round to his house? Do you know what? We hadn't felt with his missus the most. Pam, she is a lovely lady. So, we do. I've seen Dennis a couple of times, but yeah. Had a little look round, snooped round, see the pictures and the memorabilia on the wall. Oh, that's yeah. What kind of stuff has he got hanging up there? Is it like pictures of him on set and all that kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, on set with all, all the famous people, as you, as you can imagine, all the pictures of Minder. Oh, well, and Billy... And all that. Oh, yeah. lovely. Well, listen, you've only well, been... Listen, on... I'll tell you this and all. OK, go on. His, his ringtone... It's yeah. a Sweeney. Oh, <laughs> I kid you not. I kid you not. We heard his phone ring. We're like, that's the Sweeney, mate. Yeah. He's still living the dream. That's gold. Oh, we love that. Now, listen, Billy, you've only been on the show for a couple of minutes and already we're, we're all charmed by you. But I believe that there was one thing the legend Dennis Waterman wanted to do when you were over, and that was sit in his favourite electronic <laughs> reclining armchair and watch England Swade. in the Euros. Swade. 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 Swade wow. electronic yeah. reclining armchair. <laughs> Ooh, the man knows luxury. Um, that so, is luxury, right? That's so, living. So, Billy, who, who ruined that for him? Who ruined that, that particular evening for Dennis Waterman? That's all he wanted to do. It was me and me pal. <laughs> he ruined it, mate. Ruined his night. How I did you do that? His life. Ruined his <laughs> How did you ruin his night? Uh, it had literally been delivered that day, a day early. So we've uh, gone to fit the carpet, put it out in the back garden, put a sheet of tarpaulin off. And the heavens opened, wind blew the tile pulling off and drenched. I mean, saturated it. So it was out there for a good 45 minutes. Well, in the top five things I thought never sat loud on the radio, Dennis Waterman's soggy electronic reclining armchair is right up there. Right up there in the top two. Um, Okay, so there is one final question we must ask you, Billy. Here we go. 
Did Dennis Waterman offer to make you and the boys a cup of tea or coffee? He did not, mate. Oh, he did not. no. But I must say, his Mrs. Pam, she's very accommodating. Yeah, Pam. Oh, yeah, Pam made the tea and coffee for you all. Pam made the tea and coffees, mate. Nice. Yeah. Well, that is lovely. A round of applause for Pam, Dennis Waterman, and of course, yeah, our trees back to the stars. Billy, have a great night. Speak to you soon, my Listen, friend. Let me say hello to my little niece, Lucy. She's listening. She'll kill me if I don't say hello. Lucy Lou. Lucy Lou. Right, a good evening from your uncle Billy there here on Absolute Radio. Well done to you, Bill. Take care, mate. We haven't been formally introduced, but he's called Dave Barry. The Dave Barry Show on Absolute Radio. Whereas we've just heard in the news and some of us can see with our actual eyes and feel with our only skin. It is very warm here in London town once again where we're broadcasting from. And if any of the people just trying to live their lives, just trying to have a little bit of fun on a rare sunny day here in the UK, were to look up at the studio window just moments ago, they would have seen three faces. Producer Amanda's, Matt Dyson's and I just looking down going, yeah, we hate you so much. Why are you having fun and we're not? Look where you've put your bags. Yeah, that's a public right away on the pavement. To be fair, there are some people drinking. They've blocked the pavement. This happened to me last night. I had to walk onto the road to get round these people drinking in the sunshine. Uh, it's just a quick call to Westminster Council. You just say the words and I'll do it. That is it. You know, if you've tuned in, you know, as I say, you tune in for the music. Hopefully you might stay with the show because it's fun. It's a fun place to be. But yet when we see other people having fun, we start talking about calling Westminster Council because yeah. they put their bags hey. in a pile. And they, oh, look at them there now. What are they having? Oh, Prosecco. <laughs> champagne, is it? I hate you for every Prosecco or champagne. One of them's got a stool in the pavement. I mean, it's all very well, it's all very fun, isn't it? But when you're blocking a public thoroughfare, <laughs> I will not have it. Oh, I hate you. I hate you both for dragging me down to your level. Oh, I want you guys to have fun out there. I really do. Oh, enjoy. Uh, so, Matt, I did a bit of gardening today. So did I. Um, well, this is amazing. What, what <coughs> kind of day for it. What have you got? What I didn't know. What's your garden? Uh, I did a bit. Of, well, I know it's the wrong time of year before anyone questions my gardening knowledge. I don't have great gardening knowledge, but my wisteria needed pruning oh, back. Yeah. The artisan home strikes again. <laughs> the, uh, the back garden of my cottage, yeah. It needed cutting back. It was all like dead old wood, pretty much. Okay. Cutting back. But I've done it at the wrong time because it's just about to sprout. But it's fine. I'll take a hit. So what you're saying is wisteria. any wisteria fans out there, don't get in touch, man. Yeah, knows yeah. he's made a boo-boo. No, I've made a mistake. But it was kind yeah. of brittle and... Yeah, it needed, needed to, to get... go at some point and this is the only time it's been nice for me to go out in the garden, to well, be honest. Well, that is proper gardening. When I say I've done some gardening, I have two small olive trees that stand <laughs> either side of my front door. Oh, yeah, right. Which is basically my garden. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I took the little white stones I have arranged out yeah. and I took all the weeds away. Right. And then I haven't been in the garage in a long time because, as you say, today was the day to strike. And I went in there and I was rummaging around at the back and I saw some weeds killer and oh. I thought this is a good idea oh, wow. so I got the weed killer and I started squirting it into the pot that holds my olive tree yeah have I killed one of my olive oh, trees? Oh, right. Oh, um... I then went... I kind of then rinsed it through loads. Oh, right. Yeah, surely it'll just kill the weeds, not the tree, won't it? Well, I, mean... I don't... This is what I mean. I've got... My garden consists of two trees, and in my first attempt That's at gardening, it. I might have killed, killed 50% them. of it. <laughs> yeah, dear. Half of it. So I, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm no Percy Thrower myself, but I think it'll probably be all right. OK. Um, Sorry, I... that was a dated reference. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you mean. So what's this got to do with, what's this got to do with gymnastics? <laughs> Who's this chirpy chap? 
happy on Absolute Radio, I hear you ask. Why? It's Dave Berry on the Dave Berry Show, of course. It's the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio, and what a show, because between them this evening, my guests have brought us Alan Turing, Spider-Man, Billy Elliot, Doctor Strange, Sherlock Holmes, and Khan. Please, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Tom Holland and Bendit Cumberbatch. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. What thank you, thank a treat, you. gentlemen, it is to have oh, you on the show. Thank you, that's very sweet. It's nice um, to be here. Let's, uh, let's start by saying, in kind of keeping with the style of the movie, is it nice to be doing this together? Is it nice to have a wingman when you're on the yeah, publicity uh, trial? Definitely, definitely. And it's 100%. that, yeah, of course it is. It's a relay race then, rather than just some kind of lonely okay. chat. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom, I know you're, you're being a brave soldier today. You're a little bit under the weather. A little bit poorly today. It's Benedict looking after me, you. Yeah, I've, I've had my coffee. I'm going to do the lifting for two. It's fine. Okay. You can just sit there look pretty it's fine okay <laughs> doing a good job um <laughs> let's talk about the film uh the avengers infinity war it looks so amazing and such an Thank ambitious you. project bringing everybody yes, I mean, together yeah. have you seen the film no because obviously there's a lot of cgi in we this. haven't no. we haven't seen the film and uh, you know it, that's that's true of everyone right you just told me I'm that even sure downey, downey hasn't, downey seen hasn't even no. seen it no odj is also wow. not in the know yet um, sure when obviously I don't want to go to any plot spoilers as such mm. um, but you guys are fighting on the same side mm-hmm. Doctor Strange that much Spider-Man. we can say yes. yes that much we can say uh, when you get the script is there anybody from the Avengers you're disappointed not to be sharing a scene with did you want an opportunity to go toe to toe with the Hulk or Ooh. Thor or I'd love to have fought the Hulk at some point yeah because there's a comic book that yeah. that happens in and it, it's, a, it's a really really funny story and it's really cool um, but uh, but yeah he's Mark and I get on really well with Mark he's a really lovely guy he's so he's someone I'd really like to work with in the future how does that pan out in the comic book well I mean you can't really no, no. beat the Hulk can you I mean there's no. only so much you can do yeah. but I think they sort of come to a bit of a stalemate and Mark Ruffalo is such a wonderful piece of casting for the Hulk because one of my I've never had the pleasure of meeting him but he's already one of my favourite people on planet Earth he's yeah. so funny he's a he good really man. makes me chuckle and he's really good company I, I think from my point of view it was just an embarrassment of riches who I got to work with so mm. to sort of then go oh I wish I could be working with someone else is not only an insult but not really true I was oh, that's so true. No, very so happy with what I had on my fr- you are um, no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's you know it really was it really really was so um, yeah there's there's a future possibly if we all survive who knows what happens okay okay i'm pleased to hear that um what i'd like to do now um is uh, get some get some scenarios some hypothetical scenarios out there okay. cool. and for you to tell me which member which one of your friends which member of the cast would be best suited to these scenarios oh, cool. okay hey. so let's, start, let's start with this, this is where okay, <laughs> this is where i realize i really don't know my friends <laughs> at all i like that you shifted you said i know i know okay. <laughs> my, this is my thinking pose yeah okay here we go benedict tom there's a body in the trunk of the car, who do you call for help? Oh, DJ, Idris Elba. Oh, no, me? Right, you jump straight in with there with the body in the I car. I said, oh, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> he is the fixer. He's the granddaddy. Okay. You know? Yeah. He'll he be honoured with He's that. He's the boss. But you're um, talking about the real people, not the superheroes. Yeah, yeah he's talking about, about the actors. actors I guess. Oh, right, because yeah, I always just get you to do the thing. No. Oh, yeah, Make I can portal it away, yeah. Oh, you're not Evidence using gone. special powers. This, we're relying on the men and women <laughs> you, you class as friends. And there isn't a real body, by the way. Just for all of our yeah. reputations. Yeah, yeah. No people have really been harmed in the making of this strange line of questioning. Yeah, yeah it's a strange line of questioning, is it? He's the here and now. He's Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. Well, right now, we're going to talk about Louis Theroux. It, would we say national treasure level? I was just thinking about that. Yes, I'd say 100% national treasure. Because I saw him, he appeared alongside his wife on Pointless, the BBC One Tea Time quiz show. Oh, yeah. He was very good on it. But as I was just watching him and he was he underplayed it, or he was very subtle, and I was just watching it, I thought, 
You're a national treasure. Yeah, I think you are. <laughs> I, his documentaries have been on for so long now, haven't they? That we've seen him in so many different. Oh, if some, if you, sometimes they pop up on like reruns. He looks like a member yeah. of Embrace. I know. We've watched him grow up, haven't we? He does. The yeah. national treasure he now is. Well, uh, someone obviously is uh, thinking the same as us, us, Matt, because there is a new set of club nights up and down the UK amazing, entitled. <laughs> let me tell you. Here we go. <clears throat> We gotta get through this. Through <laughs> this. A little nod to Daniel Beddingfield, I believe, yes. from the early nineties. Yeah, yeah. um, so, so what can people expect if they go along to one of these nights? Well, it's the Louis Theroux Appreciation Tour. It's coming to a club near you. <laughs> They're going all over the country: Leeds, Bath, London, Swansea, Manchester, Cambridge, all over the UK. And uh, the organisers said there's going to be wall-to-wall Theroux. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that exactly what that involves. But our place apparently includes. Exclusive Louis Theroux T-shirts, visuals of our favourite Theroux clips, and branded giveaways. Well, it's amazing because you'd think that maybe this is the kind of thing that we are being paid as a station to promote, but we're really not. <laughs> we're not. We just oh, think that Louis it. Theroux deserves his own club night, so well done whoever's put this together. Yeah. Plus, if you like the music we play on Absolute Radio, it sounds like it could be a good the night out The videos I've seen, it sounds like a really good indie disco, but mm. the, the, the twist is everyone is wearing Louis Theroux masks, so they've all got his face on top of their face. Yes, with and a little elasticated band. What's not about that? Yeah, what, who wouldn't love that? Well, I didn't when it happened to me, Matt, as you <laughs> yes. know, because oh, yeah, on yeah. my, if you can cast your mind, Mine's back to October 2nd, 2017, and my first day here at Absolute oh, yeah. Radio. Uh, it's the first time I'd ever entered the building oh, for contractual right, yeah. reasons that we won't yeah. even get into right now. <laughs> it's in the past. Um, I entered the building, and everybody here on all six floors was wearing a mask of my face yeah, from yeah. the publicity photos. Yeah. And following me around for literally the first half an hour as I tried to navigate my way to the gents, <laughs> to the coffee machine, was my own gospel choir. Here's a little snippet. Absolute Radio. Oh, that was oh, nice. Lovely. It's funny, it sounds like the uh, backing singer guy, when they said, ain't no DJ better, it sounds like he was doing a little caveat going, on this station. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no DJ better on this station. I mean, there are some other good ones out there at the BBC or on Magic, but on this station, he's the best. Uh, is that what you said? Is that what you were saying? No, he's, he's, station. he's leading out the lyric for the next uh, harmony oh, bit. Right, by okay. saying, you know, okay. ain't no DJ better. Between four to seven, Monday to Friday. <laughs> Be still, my child. It's Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. Yes, it is time for our brand new feature inspired by listener Lee, Choo Choo Shy Shy. Effectively, we are encouraging you to talk to strangers on your commute home. Mm. And we want to hear like about Catch a Goo used to do. Yeah. They're famous for it. Catch a Choo Choo. <laughs> yeah. um, this is inspired by the brave young woman who plucked up the courage to talk to me on the tube about, yes. you know, it was quieter than normal and doesn't have as much CCTV as some of the Thameslink trains that she's enjoyed travelling on, apparently. Uh, Dave and Matt, not quite TFL, but was on the New York subway. It's a cool start of story. And a youngish bloke was reading Bruce Springsteen's autobiography, Born to Run, of which I've read a few times, and I am a massive fan. We ended up speaking about gigs that we've been to and now have one another as friends on Facebook. Quite the love story. Thank you from Oscar. No, thank you, Oscar. Dave Berry, right here and now. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. 
We sincerely hope you're getting a little bit of sunshine and warmth wherever you're listening to this radio broadcast. Um, here in London's Golden Square, everyone has gone totally mense. Yeah. They have, yeah. People are losing their minds. We have to weather. look out of this window in the studio out onto a square where people are just lounging around, sat on the grass, clothes off, sat around drinking without a care in the world. It's like the Isle of Wight Festival out there. Yeah, it is. And yeah. things that wouldn't normally be acceptable in society are suddenly acceptable. For example, I'm talking to you right now whilst wearing sunglasses <laughs> indoors. And yeah. Matt hasn't even mentioned well, it. I've noticed it. It makes me yeah. feel even more idiotic that you haven't mentioned it. <laughs> You know, you have are to bring new? it up. Are they your new ones? No, they're yeah. just because right, it's sunny, yeah. nice, you know. Yeah. I, I like them. But there's, I've seen a lot of flesh today, a lot of yeah. male flesh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matt, we just we just watched um, three young lads mm. with their whole lives ahead of them, not like us. Uh, three young lads hop on some uh, rented bicycles, yeah. um, so Sadiq Khan bicycles, and then the first thing they did was uh, they took the tops off. Yes. They're just going to be cycling around, backpack on, backpack top off. Backpack on, top off. And Matt, you commented... Drink in hand. If you, work, if you work hard every day in the gym, then you want to get your body out as often as you can. That was it. Yeah. What you said I mean, while yeah. she was staring lovingly at those three <laughs> young guys on their if bikes. You, if, you go, if you're going to do all that work, that's why blokes walk around with the top off half the time, isn't yeah. it? Because to get to the bodybuilder level of muscles, you've got to put a lot of hours in down the gym I, every I, single day. Yeah, I presume you're talking to listeners, <laughs> not me. I mean, why are you, <laughs> so, why are you yeah. telling me? Me that. So, you know, uh, I think so, I know. So what's the point? So as moment as it gets slightly warm, they're like, whip it off, let's show off my hard work. There's a lot of guys out there who haven't necessarily put in the hard work who also yeah. are wearing just as many clothes. Yeah, yeah that's where the problems start. Well, yeah, I mean, no, I think, I think good luck to them. But, I've, but, there's, but people, as I say, they're losing their minds. There's people just who've stripped down to their underwear yeah. because they forgot to bring beachwear with <laughs> yeah. them. But because yeah. you're going to work, um, just out there, just... And the other thing is, in Golden Square here, we were broadcast from, um, which was a really nice idea, and this is my first summer here at Absolute Radio, so I hadn't witnessed this firsthand, but yeah. there's, some, there's some table tennis tables there, some oh, ping yeah, pong no, tables, yeah, which it's just drawing yeah. the crowds. Mm. It's like whole tournaments going on. It is nice. It's like it, yeah. looking out at the Isle of Wight Festival from here. It isn't really it? is. Yeah, it's really off-putting when you're in a, in work, a place of work, trying to do a job. You know. But we will continue <laughs> to do that job, and as always, we're slightly so whinging hard. from now and again. <laughs> slightly whinging. You're listening to the hip and fresh sounds of the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. It's Oasis. And the master plan, that one goes out to all you Man City fans out there. Congratulations on winning the league. And, of course, master plan, we played that because that's exactly what Pep Guardiola has had. Yes. In the league, at least. That's had a master plan. It's come to fruition. He's stuck to his guns and it's paid off. And so that's all sewn up. Everyone's fallen in love with, with the style of football that City have been playing. Yeah. Um, all the players have been just fantastic, even players like uh, Sterling. We've seen rise to a whole new level yeah, under Pep. really improved. It's all good. Yeah. And then, well, sponsors go and get in the way oh. and ruin everything. They really did, yeah. Vincent Company was out at his, his wife's grand's house and then did a speech in the local pub. All lovely scenes, really nice celebratory scenes. They were, they were singing along with some of the fans' favourite chants, yeah. actually down the pub, and some of the other players were filming themselves, like driving uh, to the pub together. Yeah. Posting those videos on their social, it's a, it's a glorious occasion. But then a company got involved, a company called uh, Etisalat, uh, United Arab Emirates, the leading telecommunications operator in the United Arab Emirates. Yeah, which I'm sure they're very good at. But sure, they're creativity. great at telecommunications, but uh, when it comes to making videos 
celebratory videos. I'm not so sure. So, um, <laughs> clearly, for monetary reasons, Man City, the poor, unfortunate people at Man City were forced to tweet this out on their official Twitter feed. Yeah. Um, and bear in mind, this was brought to Matt and I's attention by producer Dave, who is a lifelong Man City fan, yeah. and he feels ashamed by this. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he was a ball boy at City <laughs> yeah. at Main Road. You know, he, he's, he's in there. You know, he's not glory hunting. Oh, um, now, before we play it for you, um, the players are involved in this. There's some big names there, like Aguero and Sane, but it's clearly been green-screened, and I think the way in which they got away with this, as far as the players and their agents go, is they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. They said, hey, Aguero, Sane, come here, celebrate and hug each other a lot on this green screen. Yeah, and they go, what is now. this for, Gaffer? <laughs> they go, don't ask any questions, Aguero. You just carry on scoring goals and having adorable hair. Leave it with us. Just leave this. Just jump around a little bit. Uh, anyway, they have taken, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands, mm. and they have turned it into this. Stomp your feet. <laughs> Don't try and soften our hearts with using children. Here we go, it's a big build here. It reeks. That's right, hooray. Yeah. Hooray! <laughs> That's what they shout in Britain, isn't it? All the Brits, <laughs> football fans, shout hooray on the terraces, yeah. Oh, oh A bit of commentary oh, at the end. No. What this has done, and bear in mind this isn't the fault of the club, is it's, it's won them another accolade over their fierce rivals Man United by being worst video put out by a football club of the yes. season. Because this is this is worse than the Sanchez video. The Sanchez piano <laughs> playing, the unveiling the video, infamous. which was amazing. <laughs> amazing, but it's true, this is worse than but that. By, but by this standard, the Sanchez, this, this should get an Oscar, the Sanchez video should get an Oscar. Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, at least they could have done like a real chant that the fans chant on the terraces or something. Not, if you want to cheer together, shout hooray. One of the worst lyrics I've ever seen in a football song. If you're happy that we did it, then you really got to show it. <laughs> And what are they doing? They could have done a Blue Moon cover with Oh, the, I know. With they the could Gallagher's. have got Liam and Noel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, bringing them together for the first time in so many years. It? Yeah, it Just, like, been... stripped down acoustic. Oh, it would have been really classic. Blue Moon! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know, yeah. yeah. Instead, we got this. Anyway, congratulations to Man City and all the supporters out there. Right now on your radio, it's the man, Dave Berry. Absolute Radio. It's the brand new one by the Foo Fighters. It's called The Line. You'll listen to it here on the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio, where, as always, Matt Dyson is by my side. Straight back at you. <laughs> where he's trying out new catchphrases all the time. <laughs> Even when they don't make sense. <laughs> Matt, straight back at you, Dyson. <laughs> How you doing, Matt? Straight back straight at you. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Matt, you're looking great. Straight back at you. Straight that works. Yeah, there we okay, go. OK, we got it. Uh, listen to this, Matt. Here we go. Here's a redemptive <laughs> arc for you Ooh, in just that. one text message we've received to the studio. Dave and Matt, <laughs> I must admit, I had my doubts. Oh. <laughs> That's how it starts. That's like leapt out of me. Dave and Matt, I must admit, I had my doubts. But you two are superb. Right back at you. <laughs> right back at you. Straight back at you. Good luck with the morning show from Hursty. How lovely is that? Oh. 
I sort of want to know about the doubts, though. No, really. I don't want to know about <laughs> the doubts. What, what, what doubts did Hursty have? People have got all kinds of doubts about this, mate. You <laughs> yeah, know that. We yeah, don't want to be true. delving into those doubts. You know, Hursty was one of the doubters, but now he's not. You know, he's, he's a reformed character. Well, this is what we love about you, Hursty. I must admit I had my doubts. What a way of opening a message <laughs> to two people you've never oh, met before. I was not confident in you two at all. Wow, you <laughs> have... Uh, let me tell you this. You have shocked me. <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked at how good it's been. I all right, said, it's been. OK, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but the use of the word superb is very nice. Yeah, well, right back good. at you. Back at you, Hursty. Um, Hursty, uh, we don't know how far we are into the good books. So we're going to send you a Dave Berry show car air freshener for your message. Thank you very yeah, you much. You should have indeed. doubts about one of those. They stink. <laughs> I do. They're awful. I walk past. You know when you get a little snippet of conversation? Yeah. Um, I was talking. Talk about kind of compliments. I saw two two people. One was trying to help the other out. I walked past them, and as I was walking up behind them, I heard one. The one on the left. He said. Uh, he said, "I'm 35 next week, but I don't look a day over what." what, 25? And then his mate trying to help him along said, said, actually, I showed a picture of you to Lucy the other day. And he went, which one? And he went, which Lucy? He went, no, which photo? Oh, wow. <laughs> He's protecting himself. A slight pause. And Dave Berry on Absolute Radio. Idris Elba, Scarlett Johansson or Chris Hemsworth? Hemsworth. But, you know, Scarlett could dist- distract and just lead attention somewhere else. But I also feel like Chris could swim it into like the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, this is true. He, he could, could dig a that. hole bigger and faster than anybody than any else. human. Wow, yeah, yeah. this is true. That's devious. Even Sherlock would would struggle with that devious plot there it's to get true. everybody. It's true. It's, it's true. very it's good. True. Um, okay, here we go. Who would win RuPaul's Drag Race? Tom Hiddleston, Bradley Cooper, or Robert Downey Jr. And by the way, um, Tom, well done on Riri which we loved Thank on the lip sync battle. Yeah, that Thank was you. extraordinary. That was um, amazing. It was, yeah, the, the line between Riri and Crime Fighter Spider-Man when it comes to the moves is, is Who good. Who knows? It's, it's very impressive. Um, I think Downey would win a drag race because he has the fastest say, cars. Yeah. Uh, Downey has the nicest play cars. Words, see, okay, play on words. Play on words. It's that kind of drag, drag race. race. Oh, is that I'd, what you were talking say, about? No, RuPaul, man. No, I'd say, I'd say... I do know what that is. Sorry. When they ask you to do Riri, you're like, yeah, I love driving. That's why I thought it was so weird when you brought up Riri. I was like, I'm a drag racing I'm a car guy. What is it? I see. I see, I see, I see, I see. Daytona Beach gear, what's going on there? No, I'd I'd say definitely Tom Hiddleston. Okay. She can can dress up pretty mighty fine. (laughs) Um, Which Chris would you let sleep in your spare room for a few nights? Pratt, Evans or Hemsworth? If we're talking about sort of cleanliness and just keeping it pristine... I don't know. <laughs> I think maybe <laughs> maybe um, uh, Pratt, Chris, and I. Yeah, yeah I, I adore that. Man. I don't I have think a spare I, I like, room, so okay. my couch is pretty small. So probably the smaller of the three. The smaller of Which the is three. Evans, isn't it? Just I think Evans is the smaller by, one of by, the three. By, and that's hair. Because Chris Pratt is huge. They're when all, I first yeah, he is. He's a big unit. He's massive. He's a big I, unit. I think my couch is as big as this little thing. So okay, it would have to be the smallest of the three. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, they'd be very uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, um, gentlemen. I spent some time with Chris, and I just he's he's great. No, that's so that's the minor reason, I suppose. It's just I got to know he's him a little hilarious. bit. He's, yes. he was often in the makeup chair next to me, so we'd have a natter in the morning. But oh, he's, that's lovely. Yeah. Um, gentlemen, before I let you go, you're going to have to take part in mail order bribe. Um, Benedict, mail you'll be order fully, bribe. Yeah, okay, you'll okay. Be fully aware of what this is. This icon of British culture. Thank you, producer Amanda. Okay, it's the today. Argos catalogue. Oh yeah. There's a lot of stuff in Argos. Yes. We've got twenty-four ninety-nine or less. That's pick me out a gift. Okay. And then if I like the gift, I will plug the movie. Dave Berry in all shapes and forms. 
on Absolute Radio. Oh, a man who likes his male grooming. Let's have a look here. Do you know what? I just switched to an electric toothbrush. Changed my life. Uh, there's a fantastic Colgate Pro Clinical uh, Great Valley Rechargeable Electric Toothbrush for £24.99. <laughs> and we're promoting uh, good health care for your teeth. This uh, is great. This is all good. Dentists will love us. You will love okay. us. Okay. I absolutely love the gift and I absolutely love the movie. Avengers Infinity War is out in cinemas on April the 26th. Please give it up for Benedict and Tom. Woo! Thank you, chaps. Now, The Dave Berry Show. Absolute Radio. You ready, Matt? Yes, always ready. Dice man, I'm driving home with the roof down in glorious 26 degree sunshine. My dilemma is this. Should I stop off for a cold one or head straight home for dinner with my wife and children? Regards from Michael. Uh, Just to remind you all uh, that this evening, the dice man is tossing his die from a China teacup which has been sipped from by Mick Jagger. Yeah. Uh, So here we go. Evens, Michael, your casual drinker. Odds, your family man of the year. Here we go. It's a six. It's a six. It's even you, my friend, are stopping for a nice, cold oh, beer. Yes. Exactly right. OK, this is a simple one from Stephen in Walton, Dice Man. He says, pub or pie for dinner? Evens pie, odds pub. Ooh. It's a three. It's a three. It's an odd number. You are going down the pub, Stephen. Nice. Congratulations. It's going well so far, it isn't really it? It really is. And now, well, the poacher becomes the gamekeeper. <laughs> Because we're going to turn the dice man on himself here. Oh, yeah. He is going to toss himself here on the show (laughs) to decide what he's going to be doing tonight. Because as we've just heard, as we've just heard in the uh, news, this is the hottest day in April since 1949. 1949. Which is quite some time ago. Yet you have decided to, this evening, go to the cinema to see Rampage. Yeah, well, no. The rock movie. It's a special 4DX screening of that film. I've never done 4DX. And Cineworld in Leicester Square is reopening with 4DX. And I want to just go in the seat and you get moved around and you get all sensory experiences and everything. It's mainly for that, not the film, but they have picked the worst night in April in, since 1949 to put the screening on because it's boiling. And one of the things you're, you're looking forward to is, like, it gets cold in there and they splash water on you so, to, like, to mimic rain. Yeah, yeah, that'd be Whereas, amazing. Matt, uh, if you could just look out the studio window... Ta-da! Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah? You like that? Yeah, so what's the options? What are the options? OK, evens, you are rampaging 4DX style odds. You're going to go, because I know your friend's coming to meet you after the show, you yeah. two are going to go for a beer instead and have a catch-up, have a chat. You haven't seen each other in a while. Just enjoy it. Okay, here we go. The poacher becomes the gamekeeper. Okay, which, what are the options? What are we doing then? I've just, we've been through this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Evens, Evens Rampage, Odds Beer. Evens Rampage. Okay, here we go. Oh. Went off desk. It's a three. It's a three. It's odds. You and your friend are going to have a beer oh, in the lovely. sunshine oh, and just have a catch-up. It's win-win, isn't OK, it, thank you, Dice Man. The grandchild of Mary and Chuck. It's Dave Berry. Mr Sky Cinema himself, Alex Zane, has popped by to recommend some films. Hi, Alex. Hello, Dave. Good to see you. Um, I have a bone to pick with you. I'm going to start with this. Go on. Um, the Sky Cinema commercial uh, makes me cry, even though I'm a grown man. That's, that, that's fine. That's good. That's what it's meant to do. Everybody loves a montage. A montage of people watching films accompanied by uh, Nocturne Number no. 2 in E-flat major. Yeah, I picked that. 
You did. I know a lot about classical music. Chopping is one of my absolute favourites. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long-winded way of getting to that, but I did in the end. Um, now, we're going to do a sci-fi special, which we're both really excited about. Yes, we are. Um, because you're a big sci-fi fan. A huge sci-fi fan, yeah. And which movie are we going to start with? And we're going to start with Alien Covenant uh, this week. But I'm going to start by saying something which is probably going to elicit groans, uh, possibly some anguished screams from some of your listeners, because I want to say this. I loved Prometheus. Now, right, okay. I know a lot of people didn't <laughs> like it, but I love Prometheus. So if I can get my one niggle with Alien Covenant out of the way first, it's that it doesn't answer any of the big questions that Prometheus set up, like why the engineers created the human race in the first place. Well, my big question to you was, is Alien Covenant a prequel, prequel, or a sequel, prequel, or prequel, sequel, prequel? It's a sequel, and a prequel. <laughs> it's a sequel to Prometheus and a prequel to the current or original alien universe. But what it does do that Prometheus entirely failed to do is be an alien movie with an actual freaking alien in it. <laughs> so if you like your alien movies with an alien in, then you're going to enjoy Alien Covenant because it basically takes the best bit of alien and aliens, mashes them together and has space-based horror with everyone's or at least my favourite ever movie monster, the Xenomorph. Well, I was going to ask you, where do you think the alien comes in that illustriousness? Because I had you down... I thought Jaws was your favourite ever movie monster, given yeah. that you have a shark tattoo on your wrist and a poster of it hanging above your bath. <laughs> I, my thing with Jaws is it's just a shark. It's doing what sharks do. It's not quintessentially evil. Quint essentially evil. There is a joke in there somewhere. However, <laughs> we, let me play a couple of songs so we can figure out what it is and then come back. <laughs> the fisherman, the fisherman get, in Jaws get, is called Quint. Get Hey Jude and something by the Stone Roses. <laughs> So I am. I really, really, really love the Xenomorph. Just to explain, so you know, when you're a teenage boy, and most teenage boys have either like a picture of a fancy car or their celebrity crush yeah. on their bedroom wall, yes. and poster. As a kid, I don't know what you had. I had Freddy Krueger actually. You had Freddy Krueger. I did. So we're not a million miles apart because I had the Queen Alien from Aliens as an A1 poster on my bedroom wall, and it's it. It's well, <laughs> you say it's not like I. Uh, I kissed it every night before I went to sleep. I did. I absolutely did do that. Every time I talk about us doing this again with the movie recommendations, I say that we have um, the tendency to overshare from time to time, and that's certainly one of them. But I will put it number one. I will put the Xenomorph number one. Okay. Then I would probably go with The Thing from the movie The Thing. And third in the movie Monsters, Ivan Drago from Rocky IV. I know he's a human and not a monster, but he killed Apollo Creed, <laughs> so he's a monster. Shh. <laughs> Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. We're heading down the road of hashtag wrong combo. We want to talk about the times. You've been wearing the wrong thing, maybe to the wrong place or the wrong event. I mean, Matt Dyson, I know that you were ribbed for many, many years about this. Uh, yeah. Uh, when yourself and The Breakfast Show won yet another award at the prestigious Archivas, I believe. Yeah, the Commercial Radio Awards, yeah. Um, um, all up on stage, and the picture is legendary. Yeah, well, yeah quite embarrassing. There's Christian but, uh, Ritchie, there's the whole team there, they're all clutching the award, and there's you on the end wearing, yeah. what, are you wearing jeans, a string vest and flip-flops? <laughs> no, I'm wearing... I'm wearing a shirt but it's not tucked in and I think I probably was wearing jeans and shoes. Basically I went in smart casual. The dress code said smart casual. 
Uh, so I went, as it said, in smart casual. No, but you everyone went casual else... from the waist down and smart from the waist up. <laughs> everyone else went in suits. Like, it didn't say lounge suits or black tie on the dress code, but everyone else was in suits or, or ball gowns and all sorts of fancy dress. But um, but no one else was in smart casual my like point, myself. My point here is, is that smart casual doesn't mean you can wear, like, tuxedo trousers with shiny shoes or spats and then yeah. wear a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. The whole outfit was a mistake. I, I mean, I look back, uh, you can clearly see that from the, the pictures taken on the night. Um, I have not brought this up as a middle-sized question, by the way, just to break Matt about something that happened a long time ago because, you know, he's one of my best friends. I brought it up because um, this heat wave that we're having here in London, we hope you're getting a little bit of sunshine where you are as well. Fear not, there is plenty to come for everybody. But it's caused people to just... They're just derobing left, right and centre. Yeah. I mean, Matt and I, before we came on air here, we tweeted out a picture of us looking out the window and I'm going to be honest with you, whilst you would initially see that picture and think, wow, that's two guys deep in thought about the radio broadcast they're about to do. Actually, we were just looking at some really buff guys getting on some Boris bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it happens more now. It's not just people wanting to show off their muscles and how much they've been working out. It's also so many tattoos now, so many full-sleeve tattoos that they want to take the tops off to show them off as well. So I'd say about 75% of men are now topless in the street. That's right. I thought you were going to say, like, glory be. It's a a crazy situation. (laughs) It is a crazy situation. And they all look like they've just come from X on the beach or whatever. Yeah, I know. Um, So there's that. And then I saw a a girl earlier on. um, She was on her hands free. And I I stopped and kind of double took because she was wearing, like, a a zip-up biker jacket, like, thick leather jacket. And then she had, like, a scarf, like a cashmere scarf that she'd wrapped around her. This is making me feel itchy even thinking about it. It's because of the transition from the cold into suddenly summer's arrived and people aren't sure what to wear at this stage. Well, see, whether it be because of the weather or, more importantly, maybe you got the fancy dress code wrong. Maybe you went to that event uh, smart casual... (laughs) <laughs> like Matt Smart, did. Casual. We would love to hear from you. It's the middle-sized question. When have you just been hashtag wearing the wrong combo? Spare a thought for Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show. <laughs> now, it is time to talk Matt Dyson's catchphrase. Um, just because, again, impromptu, you just came out of a catchphrase yesterday. Right back at you. Yeah, uh, the context of this is, it's the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Good evening. Alongside me, as always, is Matt Dyson. Right back at you. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> no, I know, yeah. I need um, to work on when I drop it, uh, you know, and when I hold back. Well, what about dropping it altogether? Full stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that might be the way forward. It's had a very lukewarm reception so far from everyone. So well, I like the point. They can't see the delivery, though, because the pointing and everything's good. The fingers yeah. add to it. Give right me the fingers. Oh, there they are. <laughs> Boom. Uh, you can see a picture of Matt pointing. If there's one reason to go to our Twitter feed, that'll be it. At Absolute Radio. Matt's currently brought in, going right back at you. Um, but we would also like you to go and visit the Twitter feed to help out, because Matt might need a new catchphrase. Yeah. Right back at you strong, but we think using your perfect grey matter, we could come up with something even stronger. Uh, the text number is 81215. What kind of thing are you looking for, Matt? Uh, just a short, sort of snappy, uh, little sort of witticism, really. Um, you know, anything like that will do. A short, snappy witticism. Do you want to have to deliver it in that kind of new phone New York accent <laughs> that you're doing at the moment? Or? Well, no, that's not essential. I mean, okay. it's just a quick one-liner, that's what we want. Okay, a quick one-liner. Yeah, yeah. Which we'll not only use here on the Home Time Show, but we're going to take to breakfast with us. Oh, so it yeah. really is a big deal. The Dave Berry Show. Berry by name. Dave Berry, also by name. <gasps> he cometh. The Dice Man. 
cometh. Special night tonight as well because his vessel, his ramekin, mm. is a china teacup. Once used by Mick Jagger. Apparently so, yeah. It's a lovely little China It's really nice. Classic. It says Remember Me on it as well. Oh, it's classy. How's it feeling? Feeling good tonight? Feeling great. Okay. Feeling lucky. We are here to change your world. If you're finding it difficult to make a decision over a dilemma in life, then te- can you stop that, please, Dice Man? It's yeah, really sorry, irritating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> text us the dilemma. Suck it up. <laughs> so I'm trying to run on my <laughs> It worked, man, brilliantly. It actually <laughs> applied to what I was saying, <laughs> which was nice. Um, as I was saying, if there's a dilemma in your life and you're finding it difficult to come to a conclusion, text this to us at 8, 12, 15 with two possible outcomes and the Dice Man roll his dice and we'll have a decision for you. Uh, previously on Matt the Dice Man Dyson, we received this message. Dave, please help. I rather over enthusiastic Enthusiastically bought a single solitary ticket to see a band tonight. I did that weeks ago thinking I'd be fine going on my own. Um, the tickets I bought originally was to go with my boyfriend. We had two tickets. We split up, but he has custody of the tickets. I know I'm not going to bump into him, but do I go on my own like a Billy No Mates or do I stay home? Ooh. So that was from Crawley Bev. That's right, yeah. So you rolled the dice, didn't you, Matt? And Ooh. it turned out that... If, if Bev believed in the die, then she was going to go to the gig on her own, and we supported her fully in that. And she joins us right now on line one. Good evening to you, Bev. Good evening, Matt. Good evening, Dice Man. Good evening. It's lovely having you on the show, Bev. So you did listen to the dice, and you went to the gig on your own. How was it? I've got to say, it was an amazing evening. I genuinely wouldn't have gone if you hadn't made that decision wow. for me. Yeah. Um, it was absolutely incredible. Turned up, saw the dirty ticket touts outside, oh. gave them a dirty look, <laughs> walked through, got frisked, so my evening was off to a fabulous start oh. already. <laughs> got in there, uh, went headed straight over to the man in the high vis jacket, asking uh, if he could show me the directions for the ladies. Okay. Gave me a bit of an odd look, and I then started babbling to myself, and no, I don't want, don't want ladies, I need to let lady Lou toilet over there. So I was already, this is why I should go with people, I do start talking nonsense. <laughs> anyway, right. got to the bar, got myself a drink, I managed to leg puppy into someone else's face, because uh, there wasn't much leg puffing going on into to my face, to support my band. Got down to the front, there was a little tiny slot right at the front of the stage, I squeezed my slim, felt-like uh, figure in there, yeah. uh, ready for the support band, who are fantastic. And Nathaniel Rakeness and the Night Sweats were absolutely incredible. Uh, not seen anything like that for, for a very long time. Probably two years uh, yeah, since I saw the years at Brixton. So it was a really, really good evening. And I can just thank you uh, for rolling that tweet for me. Bev, can I make a suggestion? Yep. Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, breathe, Beverly. Uh, <laughs> um, it's so it's so lovely having you on the show, and we're so pleased you had a good time. Well, we believe uh, you, well, you tweeted Matt and I about this that somebody bought you a pint. Is that that's right? Tell oh, us a little bit great. more about that. That is very true. The, the it was a couple, a lovely couple standing next to me. Um, did buy me a drink. I, I I was too nervous to lose my space, oh. so they were. Oh no, don't worry, we don't get any drink. So uh, they're not going to bought me a nice pint of Guinness. Um, oh, and fine. nice American lady and uh, a guy that lives over in Dublin, and oh, uh, they're very kind. A great and, night, uh, yeah. you see. So all... you made new friends and got a free beer, and you saw a great gig, a great support act, and that's all because of the roll of the dice. All down to the roll of the dice. Uh, all down to uh, Diceman. I can't thank you enough. Well, he got something in return because he's now a big fan of your band Leg Puppy. Yeah, um, yeah. He's been he's been watching all the stuff online, been listening yeah, to your yeah, material. Yeah, big fan. So I hope to see them live soon. Selfie stick like, as is I a say, tune. We would like to. Uh, send you a bit of merch 
We love that. And also, as well, if you could send one shoe for producer Amanda, that would be fantastic. She's struggling a bit today after it broke. Well, that is, that is one of our leg puppy phrases. So uh, if Matt wants to take that on as his catchphrase, you deserve a shoe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is a leg puppy phrase. Wow, is it? You not. deserve a shoe. It all well, comes together okay. almost wow. like we planned it, which we clearly never have. Um, Bev, listen, it's been lovely having you on the show. We are so pleased that you had a good night. Would you recommend people getting in touch and letting the Dice Man fiddle with their lives? Fiddle with, fiddle with their lives indeed. OK, <laughs> give it up for Bev from Leg Puppy, everybody. Wow. At last, a satisfied customer. Dave Berry, just being himself on Absolute Radio. As always, Matt Dyson is alongside me. Straight back at you. <laughs> Another day, another catchphrase. It doesn't quite work. Uh, the time is 5.53 on your Monday. We hope you've had a good one so far. And now, as promised, we want to turn our attentions to two local heroes in the shape of Tony and Linda, who are perplexed by Morrison's, the supermarket's meat pie policy. And this came about because... and. You know, don't touch your devices. You're hearing me correctly. They wanted to buy eight large sausage rolls and two steak bakes at 8.45am. In the morning. So they yes. must be either super hungover or they really are. Tony and Linda are the Cheech and Chong of Middlesbrough. <laughs> <laughs> that is eight large sausage rolls and two steak bakes. And they were denied by yeah. their local supermarket. No. And they, to say the least, are livid. I'm not happy. Uh, now, we're going to hear the interview that uh, Tony gave to a local news outlet. Uh, he does. He's such a great, great person to have oh, on, such yes. a wonderful member of the community. He doesn't miss a beat, does he? No. He sounds like a policeman giving evidence in court. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> he's does. got time checks. Yeah, he's got yeah. licence plate numbers in there. Yeah, a few little jokes. <laughs> a few little jokes. Here we go. This is Tony. Right, the other day the wife came into Morrison's to buy some meat pies. She could see the meat pies behind the counter, they were in bags, they were on the trays, ready to be rolled out. It was about quarter to nine. When she asked for a bag of pies, she was told, we can't sell them till after nine o'clock. Now, if I'd been stood beside her, I'd have been looking down for the camera. Of course she would have, yeah. Because they were selling fruit pies, they were selling everything else on the counter, but you just couldn't buy the meat pies. Is this an April Fool's joke with Morrison's? Trade not. Trade not. It's the policy of this store. So now, if you go into Morrison's before nine o'clock, you won't get fresh meat pies. You'll get yesterday's pies that have been chilled and they're then put on the counter waiting for you. Pity your lunch, Mister. He pities our lunch. Yeah, it's one of the state of the world today, there it is. But luckily, Morrisons have listened to him and they are now going to change to 7am. They are. The meat pie cut-off has been moved uh, to 7am, which is great news. It really is. So, you know, get there about 10 to 7 and you'll be able to get your hands on eight large sausage rolls and two steak bakes. Yeah, you can get them. They're fine. Uh, do you see one of the lines, one of the best lines I've ever seen in a news article Hit this year it. so far in this story? Yeah. It just reads, Tony who has fish and chips three days a week and says he rarely touches pastry, believes Morrison's have a hidden agenda. That's right. All the sausage what? rolls and the steak bakes were for Linda. They were just Tony for Linda. doesn't even eat he pastry. That's the irony. He doesn't even touch them. But just... look at the state of his diet. He has fish and chips three days a week. Yeah, well, Unbelievable. But, but look at the state of their marriage, how solid yeah, and strong they yeah, are. Yeah, he really stands up for it, doesn't he? Tony's it? like, ah, 
Hang on a second, Morrison's. Uh, he even goes on to say that he thinks that Morrison's have a hidden agenda. Uh, Tony suggested a more sinister explanation. There's a bit more to this, he added. Morrison's have got their own agenda. They don't want people to know about it. They have given too many ridiculous stories about why. They contradicted themselves over and over. Yeah. Why, who do they think us customers are? <laughs> we are the people that pay their wages. Wow, yeah. But what is this conspiracy theory? <laughs> Why would they introduce the nine o'clock cutoff for meat pies? Fruit pies, fine. Fruit pies, Any time fine. of the day. But meat pies, nine. That was it. Yeah. What are they? What are they up to? What would this so Morrison agenda be? I, I want this to be Dave Berry show official here on Absolute Radio. <laughs> I speak on behalf of everybody here at Bauer Media as well. When I say, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Why are the fruit, not the meat. Yeah, come you on. can come back and like be breezy and say, "I oh, will start sending them from seven, But mm. this this promise means nothing to us here on the show. <laughs> Get it sorted. And here he is, Dave Berry, the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Alex Zane is still with me, and we've already talked Alien Covenant. And sticking with the sci-fi theme, we're now going to go back to a year where everybody was worried about the Millennium Bug striking, mm. and a movie came out that kind of redefined the sci-fi genre. I think that's fair to say. It certainly did. Uh, I'm talking 1999's The Matrix. My first question is, in your professional opinion, does it still hold up as a movie? In my professional opinion, it is a stone-cold sci-fi classic. It's a brilliant movie from the first time we all witnessed bullet time at the very start where Trinity jumps in the air and the camera seemingly spins around when she kicks the cop in the face to the shot at the end when Neo's flying towards the camera, Rage Against the Machines, Wake Up kicks in. It's a perfect movie and it's a career-defining performance from Keanu Reeves as Neo in a role that was actually going to go to Will Smith until he turned it down. Yeah, well, big th- Willy. I know, well, I'd I read um, that it, uh, it was kind of touted around Hollywood for quite a while, but mm. a lot of people couldn't get their head around what on earth it was about. Yeah, that's what Whereas you've got to like the simplicity of Keanu Reeves in a way. <laughs> uh, Keanu, if you're listening, I mean, this is a compliment. But he was like, yeah, I'll do it. Do I get to say, whoa, at least once? You do, you do. In fact, you can say it as many times because it's a whoa kind of movie. There is, And then, of course, well, then, of course, there's the sequels, and I cried when I saw the sequels because... I realised I'd never get that time back. <laughs> no, there's, I just, there's a funny story about the sequels and in, in the sense that the Wachowski siblings who wrote and directed The Matrix um, were actually sued by a writer who claimed that they'd stolen the idea from a book he'd written. And The guy wrote the Bible, you mean? <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. Uh, And um, his evidence, his evidence for why he proved that they'd stolen his idea was the sequels were so rubbish because he'd only written one book. Oh, that's a great story. (laughs) I rest my case, Your Honour. I very rarely go to the movie premieres because there's a reason for that. I very rarely get uh, invited to them. But I went to the movie premiere of the final of the Matrix movies. Revolutions. Revolutions. Um, And I... I was, it was ruined by Ashley Cole, um, former Chelsea, Arsenal and England left-back, uh, constantly using his phone. He's one of those guys what? at the cinema. What? But what you're saying is I actually kind of, even though I've held a grudge against Ashley all these years, I am a favour because I wasn't really missing out on much in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, it's the worst. I, I actually have 
a little bit of time for Reloaded, the second one, because the freeway chase is one of the most epic car chases in cinema history. But Revolutions is where it drops off a cliff. I mean, how do you have the finale of your trilogy, this huge battle in Zion, and take the two most important characters, Trinity and Neo, and put them somewhere else in a ship flying around? And you're like, they should be there. And also the big robots look just like the loader from Aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that poster you used to kiss. Um, So, well, it's the first time I've ever finished a talkie bit on the radio by saying thank you, Ashley Cole. Um, So The Matrix uh, from 1999 is available on Sky Cinema. Uh, Don't touch the sequels, as is Alien Covenant, which is a prequel and a sequel all in the same movie. Um, Alex, stick around, because up next, it's time for another one of our movie quizzes. Right. Uh, Now, producer Amanda, hi, producer Amanda. Uh, We will be honest with you, we were slightly irked at how successful you've been in the past. That's not right. You should be happy. No, no, it was was fun at first, and then as we've kind of, you know, watched you progress, you know, you'd want to think it was like watching your child grow and take mm. the stabilizers off his or her bike. But actually, we it's really like resent that child. Someone else's <laughs> child grow. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're better than your child, yeah. and you hate that child. Right. So uh, we've really made this tough one. Oh, okay, right, and it's thanks. coming up next. Brace yourself. He cuts quite a dash. It's Dave Berry. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Once again, you join us as Alex Zane tries to cheat at the little quiz. <laughs> I can't believe you've started hiding the quiz. I've got to keep it in my cardigan. <laughs> And it's a lovely cardigan. Thank you. <laughs> Do you want to sit on money? I'll give you a Werther's original. <laughs> it really is that kind of cardigan. It is, isn't it? And I'm so hot as well. Right, OK, here we go. So this is what we're going to be doing. There's three as always, and they are very well-known movies. That bit has not changed. But these are the working titles of films. So this is what they were called either to protect their identity whilst they were being made, or what they were just known as for some reasons that are quite obvious and others that are bizarre. Yeah, OK. I, I've been on film sets and read the things on Doors where they have the fake title and they relate in absolutely <laughs> no way to the actual film title, so this is impossible. Great idea, producer Amanda. <laughs> OK, so this film's working title was... Right. Star Beast. Star Beast. I am going to go... Well, seeing as we've uh, been having a sci-fi special, I'm going to use logic here, Commander, and go with (laughs) Alien. I think Alien. I think a beast from the stars is an alien. Alien. Well, firstly, from now on in, always refer to me as Commander, because who doesn't (laughs) love that? Yeah, I realised as I said it, that was a terrible idea. (laughs) And secondly, yes, it is your pin-up girl of choice. It is Alien. Well done. Okay, here we go. Um, Chocolate Orange. Chocolate orange. Uh, I think uh, something chocolate orangey, orangey chocolatey. I'm doing, <laughs> you're that, doing thing. that thing again. I'm yeah. Doing that thing. As long as you're aware now. Uh, a, a, a brown sphere, chocolate orange. I, I, I don't know. A clockwork orange is my only guess. Two out of two so far. Oh, you're so good at this. Okay, this is our favourite one. This is why we decided to do this as the quiz because we saw this one first. Right. This is what its working title was teenage sex comedy that can be made for under $10 million that your readers will love but the executives will hate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, That working title is in keeping with the humour that was in the movie. Okay, I really think I know this one actually. I think maybe this is uh, the movie that launched Sean William Scott uh, and it is American Pie. It is American Pie. It's three out of three once again for Alex Zane on Absolute Radio. Well done, mate. Thank you, thank you. Um, Our recommendations for your Thursday evening or as you're heading to the weekend, Alien Covenant and The Matrix, available on Sky Cinema. Alex, we'll see you next week. Thanks very much indeed. Thanks a lot. Dave Barry, right this instant. On Absolute Radio.
Thank you very much indeed for sending in your suggestions for Matt Dyson's new catchphrase uh, after he f- it came out of nowhere. He just went right back at you. Right back at you. On the show yesterday, and we feel that we, uh, we, we could possibly improve on that excellent work, Matt. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so. so we've we've had loads. Let's start with uh, Dave and Hibby in Edinburgh. Let me set you up for this one, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, thank you to Dave and Hibby. Uh, good evening to you. Uh, today, Barry Shine, I'm Super Radio. Alongside me, as always, is the one and only Matt Dyson. Suck it up. <laughs> That's it's good. It's good that. I mean, it's the Dyson joke, isn't it? The vacuum cleaner. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's there. And I must admit, I didn't it get up. that until It's going to work in quite a few different scenarios, I think. Suck. Were you suggesting going suck it up? Wah. Well, I was, was thinking we could go back to the Budweiser stuff of the, of the <laughs> so early like, noughties and just go. Wah. Yeah, yeah. Suck, suck it, it up. Wah. Suck it up. Could, it could get rather annoying. Suck though. it up. <laughs> okay, that's, that's just frightening. I don't want to be seeing that every afternoon. Um, okay, we've got one, uh, Lisa in Solid has got in touch. Um, she says there might be copyright issues with this, but she could probably pay them off with a lollipop because this is the biggest phrase uh, in year three, which is her little boys' class. Uh, so um, it's the Day Show on Absolute Radio alongside me as always, Mr Matt Dyson. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That is good. Oh, that was like still that? doing the rounds when I was at primary school. You like that I one, know you? you are, but what am I? Okay, hey, what I about... might just use all of these actually going forward. Okay, well, what about? <laughs> okay, this one's from Charlie. Let's give the Charlies one a go. Um, today, Bro Show on Absolute Radio alongside me as always. The one and only Mr. Matt Dyson. Where are my trousers? <laughs> Oh, where's my trousers? Yeah. Well, Charlie where's went for where trousers? are my trousers, but I think it should read as where's my trousers? Where's my trousers? <laughs> I like it. Oh, my goodness. Have you got any others over uh, there, There's Matt? one other one. On. Uh, I mean, this is potentially offensive, but I don't really think it is. It's just, it's, it's anonymous as well. It just says... Uh, this Do you is want me to lead you in? Going forwards, this is one to use when we take over on the breakfast show, I think. Okay. So, uh, it's the Daybreak Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio alongside me as always. Matt Dyson. I'm not funny, but I'm a lot less irritating than Richie. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Unnecessary, really. But, uh, you know, Richie prides himself on his irritatingness. Does he? So, yeah, don't worry about that. It's fine. I find him wildly lovable. (laughs) He's that as well. You know, he goes from one extreme to the other. In one link sometimes, he can do that. That's the beauty of it. That's his skill set. Right. Thank you very much indeed for sending all of those in. Dave Berry, taking care of business. Absolute Radio. We are currently discussing uh, when you found yourself just wearing the wrong thing. Dave and Matt, I went to a festival wedding with the dress code being advertised as festival slash casual. I went in skinny jeans, Converse and a baggy hoodie. When I arrived, everyone else there was in beautiful flowing gowns and oh, heels. Oh, right. Well, that's it. They haven't followed the dress code, then, have they? That's hashtag wrong combo. Well, exactly right. Georgia done. We're on your side. Yeah, yeah. You were the right. You were in the right there. This, the married couple are the ones to blame. Yeah. Lads, lads, lads. A few years ago, before Christmas, I went down the pub and a mate rang to invite me to his Christmas work do. Not having time to change, I rocked up in. Now, get this as a combo from Marcus. Jeans. Bing! Scuffed trainers. Bing! Nice. An FC UK t-shirt with nice and sleazy printed on the front. <laughs> bing, nice. bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Everybody else was, of course, sporting their festive best. <laughs> wow. Yeah, what a look. If you could... I'm not sure that look works on any occasion, to be fair. <laughs> Even if you're down the pub after work, it's time to move on from that, Marcus. Look at us. We're like Gok Kwan. <laughs> yeah. What right have they got? They yell. Dave and Matt, I got invited to Pauline's 60th birthday bash. 
uh, she was an ex-work colleague. Naturally, I went in fancy dress and I went full Austin Powers. My wife was lucky as she put on a floral dress and hippie flowers in her hair. Of course, we turned up and we, or more precisely I, was the only one in fancy dress. I nearly turned around when I saw the look on the doorman's face at the working men's club in rugby. Ooh. It turned out I had misread Pauline's 60th birthday for Pauline's 60s birthday bash. Oh, no. <laughs> wow, it was a typo, or was it just him misreading it? I think it was Mark misreading wow. it. But, Mark, thanks for fessing up, and nice. thank you all for your stories of hashtag wrong combo. Dave Berry, not making a big deal out of it, on Absolute Radio. Last night in Syria, Inter Milan beat Calgary 4-0. Now, I'm sure that's happened in the past. I don't follow Italian football massively, but um, Inter Milan are one of the biggest football clubs in the world. And the only reason we bring this up is because last night was different. And it was different for the reason that the Inter Milan players, instead of their names on the back of their shirts, had their social media handles. Yeah. And this is causing quite the debate. We'd love to know how you guys feel about this. 8, 12, 15 or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Is this just now a sign of the world in which we live? Or is this... Is this too it's modern far? football gone mad, isn't it, Dave? That's what it is. But it's, it's just so weird. I don't know why. I mean, it's not like any fan's going to be stood at the side of the pitch watching, going, oh, I'll just take down Ivan Persevic's uh, uh, Instagram handle yeah. and all the details on it, because it's quite hard to take down. And you often find people just by looking on Instagram, don't you? Rather than looking at their handle. Well, this week it's been a strange one, because we've, ha- we've already had the Man City celebrating winning the league video, which wasn't their fault, the way in which... Man City celebrated winning the league was very nice. I did it with fans and it was great, but it was more the way in which one of their sponsors put out that video. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you're happy and you know it, clap video. your hands. Yeah. And now we've got this, which I hope that all of the Inter Milan players have got good Instagram handles. Yeah, that's it. That's and they must thing, all be, you know, because they're, they're all very rich people and obviously because they're all bought into social media early on in their careers, we hope they got the names they deserve. Yeah. Because if this comes to us, for example, for our football team, it's going to be like at Dave underscore Berry underscore Insta underscore is on the ball. <laughs> And here he goes, and he scored, yes! At Dave underscore Barry underscore Insta underscore. <laughs> and in goal, of course, or in defence, wherever yeah. you want to play, at real underscore Dysonator. <laughs> underscore. It won't fit on the back of the shirts. <laughs> We've just got too many underscores. We were too late to the party. You know the underscore. <laughs> oh, very nice. Uh, so there we go, that happened. Do we know if this is going to be um, going to be happening again next week, I or is this really a one-off occasion? Not. I really hope it was a one-off uh, social, inter-social night, they called it, into Milan. One-off thing. I mean, like the players don't even manage their own Instagram accounts. They don't do their own social media. So it's just advertising at their own little business. There's been it's some so in- sad. there's been some incredible <laughs> fails when it comes to this. Like you know, the players just like messaging out what they've been sent by their social media managers. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Like it would be yeah. great if you could send this, please. Yeah, it's amazing. Isn't <laughs> Cut, it? pay, send. I love it when that happens. <laughs> anyway, there we go. Inter Milan four, Caligari nil. But Inter Milan had their Instagram handles on their shirts instead of their names. Now, The Dave Berry Show. Absolute Radio. We're desperate to get Matt Dyson a catchphrase. Right back at you. That was was one of the early ones. That was one of the early ones. And since then, well, you've come in in your hundreds, so thank you so much for getting involved. Uh, Let's start with the end of yesterday's show, where I played the Beastie Boys, and the very beginning of Fight for Your Right to Party sounded a little bit like you delivering an impromptu catchphrase. Yes. Which I think we should actually take on board. Have a little listen to this. It's the end of yesterday's show. 
Thank you ever so much for tuning in. If you are getting some of the sunshine, make sure you enjoy it. I know all of us in the UK will get some eventually, and we will leave you, well, it seems only fair, with this. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should end the sh every show with that. Yeah! It's good when you it's do it. It's all right, actually. I quite like that. That doesn't sound too bad. It's quite a release to just say, yeah! <laughs> um, OK, let's lead you into a few others, as we have been this week. Um, have you got McGurples in front of you? Yes. OK, yeah. here we go. So it's the Dave Barry Show on Absolute Radio. Alongside me, as always, Mr Matt Dyson. Aren't I a naughty little Dyson? <laughs> I'm not sure about that one with Gerbil, but thanks. As you said, a lot of them have been very camp. <laughs> but is it the delivery? I'm not I don't sure. know. I'm not. I don't know how she's supposed to deliver, aren't I? Deliver, aren't I a naughty little uh, Dyson? You could go. I mean, come on. Well, aren't I a oh, naughty yeah. little Dyson? Wow, you could yeah. do that. That puts a whole new twist a bit on sinister. it. Sinister. <laughs> uh, Derek Mahoney came in with an excellent one. Here we go. Stay very shy, absolute radio alongside me as always, Matt Dyson. I'll never butter a biscuit at sunset. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the hell is going on there? Oh, hold on, Derek. Keep, he just says, just keep on saying it and get it out there till everyone says it. I'll never butter a biscuit at sunset. I'll never butter a biscuit at sunset. Yeah, it sort of works. Um, it? What about the one below that? Uh, Stay Bray Show on Absolute Radio alongside me as always. Matt Dyson. Dice, shaken, not stirred. Oh, okay, no, that's, that's, that's pretty not good. That no, okay, no. what's about the one below that one? Are you eating that burger? Oh, that's quite I nice. I like that one. I actually do say that quite a lot. Are you eating that burger? Are you eating to my wife and kids? <laughs> Are you eating that burger? Such a dad I thing quite to like say. that as a catchphrase. Are you eating those fish fingers? Um, okay, what about the one below that from Dave Hill? Um, he's keeping it Hoover related. Stay very shut up, so very long time. He's always Matt Dyson. Bosh, take that, Henry. <laughs> Obvious Hoover-related one. Upper class there. as well. You're going, Bosh, <laughs> take that, Henry! Yeah, which is a different, different avenue to go down. Um, Marco from Staines mm, upon Thames. Not sure about this one. Um, stay very shut up to the road alongside me as always, Matt Dyson. I'm so arised. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even say it. <laughs> Try me again. Set me up again. Uh, stay right up to the radio alongside me as always, Matt Dyson. I'm so aroused right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is an insane catchphrase. Dave Berry, just being himself on Absolute Radio.